Hello and welcome to Influencer Chat, recapping the circle. I'm Ben and joined by Brian and we're back. We took a couple seasons off because of uh, mm -hmm. timing with the releases being uh, unfortunately overlapping other reality TV shows we were covering. Uh, but yeah, we are back here to cover season five of the American version of The Circle on Netflix. This is the singles season uh, as, yes. they're, uh, <laughs> as they are, uh, you know, selling it to us because uh, Netflix has a tr uh, trouble with reality shows that aren't built around uh, dating and mm -hmm. some concept. Although the mole reboot was very good. Yes. Then I saw on my homepage on Netflix today, they had a big banner ad for the mole. So I feel like they're pushing that maybe because so many people are watching the circle again. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we're back. Like Ben said, we had to take some time off. Uh, it's real messed up of them to put out like, another season of the circle like a, what was it like a month after season two which just didn't work and then we ended up just skipping season four altogether mm -hmm. uh because of other stuff but uh yeah we're back we have some familiar faces not just from the circle but from our time podcast well i guess maybe 20 was before our time but from our like fandom of reality tv so uh i'm excited to get into this yeah, I mean, we obviously have Brett from BB20, uh, and we also have Marvin here, who was originally supposed to be slated for Big Brother 24. He's a superstar. He's a reality summer. superstar, Ben. Yeah, and I, I believe this appearance on The Circle is one of the multiple reasons why he was cut from that cast and replaced by Joseph uh, relatively last minute. He's like, um, what do you mean? I can't be on every uh, reality no. show on every different network all at once? Mm-hmm. Some bullshit. Yeah, some like uh, NDA stuff. I know he was also on uh, like America's Got Talent, I think. Yeah, and uh, that was like airing at the time of the <clears throat> cast release for him. And yep. I get it. I get why every reality producer is like, we need Marvin. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's funny and charismatic. He's obviously like good looking and, mm -hmm. you know, like kind of got like the bodybuilder body. Uh, you know, so I, you know, I understand. Uh, makes sense. He's been fun so far on the show. Um, but yeah. And I so, do expect to see him on uh, Big Brother at some point whenever his contracts run out. Like We'll see. It's going to happen. As long as the producers aren't upset with him that he presumably possibly misled them about other reality TV appearances. Mm, yeah. If I was him, I'd just say, like, oh, I just I didn't understand. You know, who reads the yeah. contracts? Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i i thought you meant like you know are you currently on a reality show as you're filling out the right. paperwork which i wasn't yeah, so. <laughs> was it, he wasn't doing it from the uh circle yeah apartment. from the from the from the backstage yeah from the, from the apartment <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is doing jigsaw puzzles and playing mm -hmm. uh like basketball and he's uh he's filling out <laughs> the big brother 24 uh, every <laughs> every different thing well you know if not big brother the challenge i'm sure he'll He'll get a call for it. He's seemingly, like you said, he's built like a bodybuilder and he has a great personality. And I feel like that's like the niche the challenge wants for their mm -hmm. male players. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, other than uh, Brett, who I believe he was, uh, was he introduced first or second? He was, he was one of the first. He was one of the first for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, which we knew uh, we from the preview, the cast preview showed him. So we we were prepared uh, for Brett to be on this season. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I think that uh, we'll talk about how he does, but definitely uh, underperformed so far his performance <laughs> from Big Brother 20. Yeah, I thought it was uh, going to be a real quick in and out for Brett. Luckily, he got saved by a twist here. But uh, I feel like they also kind of, and I don't blame them, but like they definitely teased us with Shuby in the previews. Like he was going to be a first one in, but uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's in the second batch. Which, you know, is fine, but, like, I like Shuey a lot on his first season, so I, I was hoping for more of him. Yeah, it is an interesting decision to have a returning player and to not have them be in immediately. I guess it kind of makes sense because they want the season to have its own identity still, uh, which is kind of the issue with when you have these single returning players come in yeah. to a, a reality TV season when we see it, like, with Big Brother 19 with Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they kind of become the centerpiece of the show and it's less about the new players and more about right. the returnee. So. Have they done similar things on the British version of the circle? Uh, they have not. There has only been three, uh, they call them series, of the British version. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think there has, unless I'm forgetting something, I don't think there has been a similar thing. Um, I think the, there might have been uh, like guest appearances but not as a returning player uh it's been a while uh, it's been a couple of years since <laughs> the series ended so um, yeah um but yeah very interesting uh to have shuby uh i believe he's the next player who's going to enter followed by uh the two people who are also teased in the preview mm. um so yeah I, I guess anybody else immediately stand out to you uh from the introductions um, obviously Raven and Paris as the interpreter. So I get Raven's the player, right? Paris yes. isn't in like at all for like money or anything should Raven win. But, you know, I thought it was cool, you know, a deaf player. You obviously you don't need to actually, you know, be able to hear people in the circle. It's all text based. So this is kind of like the best reality competition yeah. show for someone who's deaf. So really excited for her. She she seems like a great character as well, right off the back. Um looking at the names, I think Chaz also great. I, I think he's playing very well. And then uh Sam impressed me in this you know the second half of these first four episodes. Uh the way she was kind of able to play her way back into the good graces. Mm-hmm. of everybody was to me impressive and you know i i gotta hats off to her for that yeah as Chaz will say when he saves her uh she's shown a lot of growth which i think is, <laughs> yeah, is exactly. probably the way the way to put it uh definitely mm-hmm. somebody who i pegged as uh could be an early boot um and uh has survived thus far and is mm-hmm. in, settled into a good spot but yeah i also uh Chaz to me uh from his intro package i thought he was going to annoy me because uh, mm. it seemed like a little bit over the top and like super kind of kitschy right, but like right. uh other than that intro package like pretty much immediately he just started growing on me mm. uh and you know we'll talk about it, but i'm pretty sure you probably agree that he's the best player right now yes yep. uh, definitely so, 100%. Uh, I, I just want to make sure we're on the same page before yeah. i say it too, definitively but yeah for me he's like pretty definitively the best player mm-hmm. um obviously the circle has uh, a lot of RNG, especially in the end game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so being like the obvious best player doesn't necessarily mean he's the most likely to win. Right. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely been my favorite to watch play the game. 
Yes. Yeah, no. I totally agree with that. I think, uh, you know, he came in and he was ready. And now he's in a good spot. Double influencer. Like, um, obviously, this will be a little different because uh, the first, the way the first elimination worked was like just single pick and every single person had to make a pick. So it kind of alleviates any potential like guilt or bad blood. Now the, he actually had to, you know, make a decision. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how he kind of navigates that to potentially stay on top of these rankings going forward. Yeah. I, what was your thought about that opening twist uh, where like everyone had to like kind of pick a target and then it was revealed the rankings afterwards? Mm, I think, I think we've talked about it. Um Previously, I don't mind twists. Like, this twist is fine. I don't love it when the first round of a game is a twist. I think you should play at least the very first round as, like, the base level game that you're playing, right? So I didn't love it, but uh, it did also kind of feel like they wanted to have that twist um, with the two players coming together. And it really, really worked out for productions to have like one of the most attractive men and one of the most attractive women in like an apartment together, like on the single <clears throat> season, they, they uh, got really lucky, but maybe they felt like this would be, you know, the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two of the people who are actually real people playing real players mm-hmm. and not catfish or, you know, lying about being single uh, or like lying, like, you know, uh, like Chaz is not, not single, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously like Brian, AKA Brittany, uh, is not going to get into a, a, a live showman's for realsies. <laughs> yeah. So yep. like, it, it definitely worked out. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, Hmm, I wonder if it worked out a little too well, but mm-hmm. I, I do think the, uh, the logic for how it played out made sense. And I think it was probably just a happy coincidence. Mm-hmm. No, agreed. And, uh, I do wonder And I want to get your take on that. Do you think it wasn't on the show, but a lot of people were surprised Brett wasn't a catfish. Do you think it's because people knew him from BB20 and were like, there's no way this is actually Brett from BB20? Well, see, that's what I thought at first too. But I feel like if I was in that position, I would think the opposite because why, why would somebody come in and intentionally catfish as like kind of a, like mid-level big brother player from like mm-hmm. a random season like you know it would, it would be so random yeah, yeah so like it's not like uh you know as we talked about and saw in season two for instance like somebody catfishing as lance bass yeah that, like, that, that kind of raises more eyebrows and even then it's like well okay i mean lance bass is involved in the reality tv community fan community a bit and mm-hmm. you know the circle would probably be the type of show that he would go on if he were to go on any. But like for me, Brett is like the, the archetypical big brother player that I would expect to start going on other random <laughs> reality shows afterwards, anyways. So like if that's the reason he was eliminated, then mm-hmm. I think that's silly. Yeah. Um I think it was probably more to do with he didn't make enough of an effort in the chats. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we even saw this, and I think that we could talk about whether uh, people who come in early or late in that uh, first eight kind of split have an advantage. But both uh, Xanthi and Brett were a part of the first group of four. Uh, and so they spent a lot of their chat 
kind of, uh, or they spent a lot of their time in the circle chat, uh, chatting with that initial four. And then right. when the new four people come in, uh, those four are more likely to, to dominate that segment of the chat. And so if you aren't the like one or two people from that initial group of four who are making an effort to like butt in and like, you know, show your personality to the uh, second group of four, then that group of four people is going to just immediately kind of put you at the bottom of their list, right? Because it's like, oh, I came in with this group of four. So I feel some kind of initial camaraderie with them. And like, oh, this one or two people, like somebody like Raven, is making an effort to like be a part of the conversation, whereas uh, Exanthe and Brett weren't as much. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And we did see it real hard. Brett even said like to himself, he's like, oh, I didn't even say anything. And mm-hmm. like, if you're not going to say anything, what can the other players really take from yeah. that, right? Like, you'd have to like DM every single person and try to get one-on-ones which is also like a weird thing to do so yeah he certainly didn't play very well um and i think you know brett is like a pretty good big brother player he's pretty likable on his season um you know he ends up getting cut because the like bigger strategic players are worried that he's too likable and you know why why risk him getting to the end but I think that plays a lot better in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he kind of learned that, right? That like, oh, I this is a different game. Like I have mm-hmm. I can't just be like handsome and charming. I also have to be like active at the same time. Yeah, I think so as well. I think also his personality doesn't translate super well to the circle um the way that he is probably able to like uh do or, or like have his personality translate better in, in a game like big brother uh especially where there's more time before eliminations generally to uh, get to know people and to like kind of realize what is him kind of playing a character and what's his actual like you know self uh because let's be real like is brett kind of a douche yes uh is part of that right. at least a character for TV? I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he probably leans too far into that uh, in this situation. Um, right. So that, w- that would be my take. Uh, I do, you know, we'll obviously talk about Jennifer. Uh, I think that both Brian and Xanthi are doing way better <laughs> as Jennifer than they would have as themselves, yeah. even if they hadn't been booted first. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm like very, I'm, I'm pretty okay with the twist i didn't see the twist coming i was like there's no way they're eliminating them with a first impressions thing and yeah. like not having the two of them do the <laughs> the comeback with a catfish profile twist right which you know i don't mind as a twist i think it's fun mm-hmm. yeah it's I, I do like that the kind of just we're like this is your player you know like you, yeah. like it's not like oh you have a a bunch of options it's like okay this is your player mm-hmm. now figure it out yeah, it's usually how it, it was done. I think that's uh, the same thing happened to like Lisa and Jack in season two, for instance. Um, right. And like, I think at most it'll give them like a choice between two profiles to pick from. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't say Jennifer was a was a medium. Um, missed, <laughs> yeah. missed opportunity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No ghost. I, I feel like I feel like every like uh, fake profile they give them is some. Um, 
like weird medium priest ghost hunter kind of spooky shit which is probably why and we, we always didn't talk about season four but it's probably why when rachel came in on season four uh as a ghost hunter everyone was like oh she's a catfish right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like everyone who's a ghost a ghosty or spooky person previously was like a catfish profile the producers came it's hilarious yeah i guess it's kind of like oh they're from the uh from the other side speaking to mm -hmm. you from you know yeah. the grave yeah uh, so to speak but uh yeah unfortunate yeah we also saw nick and vince in the in the burner profile in season three the same idea mm -hmm. um <laughs> where it's like yeah obviously obviously uh the rachel girl coming in who's new who's uh you know with the spice girls are in here playing a profile the producers gave them i've seen this one before all right it's the yeah. ghosts <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i should leave that out uh if, if i ever go in the circle i don't make videos about urban legends or anything right no it's an okay. automatic catfish <laughs> that's automatically something a catfish would do okay noted yeah um uh yeah so i guess um uh, anything else from the first episode or two uh that uh like before kind of jennifer and tom come in no nothing i can think of that's really stood out there um other than like i said sam realizing that she was kind of boned and quickly readjusting her positioning like in a traditional like round she 100 percent could have maybe even likely would have been the person out just because it's like well everyone rated her as the least so we you know no blood on our hands so she lucked out a little bit here uh, I think he probably would have been fine in this circumstance just because Chaz was an influencer and Chaz was like the one person at the start who made an effort to like <laughs> reach out to her and like try to pull her in as a little pocket ally. Uh, That's which true. Is, which is part of like why I think Chaz is in one of the better positions and is one of the better players right now is mm -hmm. to have that forethought to do that uh, and recognize that she's kind of an insecure person who will respond positively to that. Right um but yeah i guess the other thing i wanted to point out was uh you know while xanthi was quiet the other thing that i think probably did her in was during the the who are you game in the first episode she mm -hmm. was the one person who didn't say that what she wanted out of life was to be happy and it said i believe successful was the adjective yeah. she chose um <laughs> uh, which when you're trying to suss out who's like the competitive gamer uh like <laughs> You usually, you know, you usually don't want to be the, the one person who's like uh, picking success over happiness mm -hmm. uh, in, a, in a questionnaire. Because, uh, like yeah. other people said, the obvious pick is happy. <laughs> like, the, yeah. that's, that's, that's the hopefully, hopefully, future players are watching these mistakes and won't make them going forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've like talked about in in these games before that they're they're you're not supposed to tell the truth they aren't party games the games right. are there to fuck up your game <laughs> they're they're trapped they're trapped in their yeah. tricks can't and help you can only hurt yeah if, if you're immediately going to fall into a trap that's that obvious then i mean that's just kind of you know you, you kind of reap what you sow <laughs> right oh man all right that's pretty much all i had uh up until jennifer and tom come through yeah, so we got a comedian, very fun, uh, 
What do you think of Tom? I think he's pretty funny so far. But yeah, he's uh, he's also somebody who kind of grew on me. I didn't really uh, like. I, I'm I'm very hesitant on these shows when like a comedian comes on because a lot of times they're very triarty. Uh, mm. No offense, Brian, uh, mm. <laughs> but uh, no, it, I I I know. What you're <laughs> you put the pressure um, on yourself if you go into a situation like I'm a comedian. You know, I don't think it's a good idea personally in any of these shows to do that. But hey, good for Tom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then as far as like, um, I'm relatively impressed so far with how he's been playing, especially given that uh, he's a, uh, like one of the British players. We have like two British players, at least so far in the season, him and uh, Billy Jean, I believe, as Bruno. Um, and usually we have seen that players from the UK and like the UK reality TV sphere is more anti social strategy as like a, a game and more of it like a, as like a TV experience. And this is something that kind of played out in the UK version of the circle where the first season or so there was a lot of public pushback against the, the players. Uh, and so I, I'm like kind of uh, pretty happy so far that he seems to be a pretty good player and is like actually taking an active role in the game. Yeah, no, agreed. And uh, interesting too, he's like in line for the throne, like, and he lives in the Tower of London. Sure, yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> if, if like seven, if like seventy-five people get like hit by a meteor or like get blown up in a terrorist attack, maybe. <laughs> hey, that's that could be the future king, Ben. Mm -hmm. um not that i support that but yeah. <laughs> you know i did think it's interesting that he lives in the tower of london i don't know how you could live there without like being worried that it's like haunted all the time you know what i mean well uh, maybe that's uh, maybe uh, people uh, will start thinking he's uh, a catfish if he starts mm. talking about how the tower of london is haunted <laughs> <laughs> yeah you had to leave that out yeah i had to leave that one out <laughs> uh, i did i do like that he's on an american season and like just so many of the Americans are like, what the hell is the Tower of London? Why'd you say that? Like it was something we'd give a shit about. Yeah. It's just that was a very American response, and I appreciated it. Yeah. I think it was was it Sam? Somebody, I think it was Sam had like a yeah. funny comment. Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> <laughs> I just because like obviously in the UK, the Tower of London's a very important historical thing, but it doesn't mean much to us here. Yeah. I mean, what would be like the American equivalent, right? It would probably be like American equivalent of the Tower of London. Yeah, I don't know. We don't really yeah. have anything like that. Yeah. Not like you like live in. Yeah, that, that, no, I think that you live I'm, in. That's true, yeah. I, I'm the caretaker of George Washington's house. Like mm. that'd be like somewhat commensurate. Like Mount Vernon, maybe. Yeah, I'm the uh, yeah, yeah I'm the Mount Vernon caretaker. I make sure that it's like good for the public to come visit. Yeah. And I'm also and I'm, and I'm also the Secretary of Commerce of so like yeah. 17 people die yeah. and suddenly the president. And I'm on the circle. Yeah, that's where we're at in America right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, I guess he does kind of fit like a niche that only really some people in the UK. Like, <laughs> a person in that niche from another country really wouldn't make sense to go no. on a reality show on Netflix. No. It's kind of uniquely British. Yeah. But yeah, um, no. 
<laughs> I've enjoyed it. I know we're kind of uh, punking on him and the UK in general, but uh, you know, I, I have enjoyed him on the show so far. Hey, look, I mean, historically, if we're looking at British contestants on the US version of the circle, we have Chloe Veach, Vetch, however you pronounce her last name, mm-hmm. is the runner up from uh, season two. So, like, or season three? Was it season two or season uh, two? Season two, yeah. Yeah, because we covered it. Um, yeah, yeah. She, she was the runner up to, uh, to Delisa slash Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, obviously, like, it hasn't uh, hindered British players from being on uh, American Reality Show in the same way that you might expect it to, if there's like slight cultural differences or it's harder to, like to relate with certain your dog. experiences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't really talked about Billy Jean slash Bruno very much, but the, the stroking the dog comment was, uh, you know, uh, maybe that's why she, maybe that's why Bruno dropped to uh, to second to last in the ratings. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Man, I need, I'm gonna need Jennifer to, to chime in on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should should we let her or should we let Bruno be stroking our dogs?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we were we were we were fine with Bruno in the first impressions, but when we realized that maybe there's some bestiality kinks going on there, uh, <laughs> absolutely down to the bottom, just mm-hmm. above uh, just above. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, Brittany man. still is way worse right uh, um but yeah i uh i really like uh tom i also uh you know we talked obviously about xanthi and brett briefly and uh them coming together under the jennifer profile uh but i liked how they basically took being booted in this first impression thing as kind of a kick in the ass to, mm-hmm. you know, actually get their head in the game and play uh, more uh, proactively. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get this uh, uh, kind of truth or, or not truth or dare second. What was the game they played that didn't really matter because they tied and they ended up both going to the date together anyways. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the I can't remember game. it was, but uh, yeah. yeah, flirting one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they, they come up with like they come up with like uh, pickup lines, right? Yeah, and Tom's wasn't that good, and everyone made fun of him, but mm-hmm. he still got to go on the date. So jokes on you. Yeah, I think this was correct uh, mm-hmm. from Jennifer, aka Brett and Xanthi, to uh, take Tom. Uh, we've seen in the past that pretty much the only way for like newer players to come in and have a chance in the game is to team up. Uh, and historically, if uh, newer players team up, they go further, and if they mm. go against each other immediately for no apparent reason, then they end up getting easily picked off. <laughs> and um, and so I think that them making the concerted effort to turn this into an alliance uh, right away uh, is very smart and has seemingly worked out really well for both of them so far. Yeah, and to, to be able to kind of be like a secret agent for each other and give each other all the information like it is great good strategy um what do you think of the candy underwear is that too forward i mean i i guess like here's the thing well we'll talk about brian's mistakes on Brittany, um being that he wasn't playing a character uh he was playing a robot that looked like his daughter um primarily so I, in my opinion, it's better to just like commit to a personality and to a character mm-hmm. and like just do everything 
like according to what that character would do. And the this is essentially like a uh, a flirty divorced aunt who you know uh, seems like relatively sexually liberal. So like mm -hmm. I think that fits the the kind of character I guess that mm -hmm. Bretons Xanthi are trying to craft for Jennifer. Uh, and I think yeah. that like it it's better than being boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, she's definitely like kind of person at the beach should be reading a book that says like find your wonderlust or something on mm -hmm. it just like oh, jesus christ all right <laughs> happy for <laughs> you that you're moving on aunt jen but uh <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah well so she, she she has to move to the uk because as uh as marvin says you know the cougars cougars are cleaning up in the uk <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, <laughs> um but yeah, I, I like this. Um, and we have uh, basically them immediately going in and, and executing their plan, which is Tom is going to get info from the guys and Jennifer is going to get info from the girls and they're going to come back together and uh, and pass information back off to each other. And this is like, this is how I would say you should go into any social strategy game mm -hmm. and execute a strategy like this with a partner, uh, like this divide and conquer strategy. Uh, like it, it's almost never a bad idea as long as you have trust in the person you're doing it with. Mm -hmm. um, like it's, it's just, it's just good strategy. No, agreed, agreed. Especially where you can do the, you know, two genders. You mm -hmm. can really Very get easy. like easier information out of people. Um, as as Billy Jean found out, you know, guys talk to each other differently than girls might talk to each other. And yep. vice versa. Um, but yeah, so far so good. And then obviously they didn't have to be up for elimination. So, you know, good for them. We get to survive their one chance of being uh, cast out. Yep. Um, so uh, I'm excited to kind of see where that pairing goes, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the preview. We're seeing a lot of drama happening. Uh, potentially with the, the, the three new players are going to come in the next set of episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, so they feel like kind of a pair that can kind of ride out through the drama and maybe direct some of the targets onto other people. And we see in particular uh, Brett and Xanthi as Jennifer uh, trying to actively target uh, some of the bigger name people like uh, Raven and Chaz mm -hmm. later on in the episodes. So, uh, yeah. No, yeah, it's it's good. Uh, you're you weren't kidding too. That preview intense. I was like, what is happening? This is not, you know, the circle I know. Maybe it's gotten more intense lately, but uh, certainly not the circle Shuby knows. I, I never saw him crying in the first season. I mean, the first season of the Circle US was very. Um... <laughs> Was very kind of like a friendship simulator in a lot of ways. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I I definitely think that like this is kind of the natural progression of like these social strategy game shows, and we even mm -hmm. saw it in the very limited scope of the UK version, uh, where series one of the UK version was very kind of friendship simulatory. and mm -hmm. by even series three, which is the last like the, the civilian series three, which is the last one. You had a player character like Manrika, um, who uh, 
was like very contentious and was playing very hard and aggressively, uh, not necessarily well all the time, uh, although she does get close to winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like definitely not the kind of energy you would have seen on the first series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that as as kind of the players and the audience have gotten more comfortable with the show and the format, uh, the players are more comfortable with uh, being messier or like playing harder and more aggressively. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah, is great. I, I think it's wonderful. Um, yeah, I'd, I'll just be interested to see that. Um, I think like, the the biggest storyline is uh, the alliance between mm-hmm. Shaz. Marvin and Raven, Tia yep. Melanin, right? That was what it was called. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think very powerful alliance potentially could run the game if they're able to like play this correctly. Yeah, and see this when I think of like the new players coming in and trying mm-hmm. to break up a structure, and somebody like Tom and Jennifer being able to kind of ride out the wave. This is kind of the structure that I would assume that they are going to be going after. The like kind mm-hmm. of team misfits that we see Shuby in the preview referencing, right. uh, trying to take down the structure, given that these are like essentially the three people at the top. Uh, <laughs> two of the three of them have been uh, t- double influencers so yeah. far. Um, so like, it makes sense that this is like kind of the, the, uh, the, the Goliath that the new player Davids would be going after. Uh, but yeah, we see Marvin, uh, who initially spent a lot of his early time bonding with Brett. They broke <laughs> down. Quick, hard. Yeah, they broke down to the point where Brett thought that Marvin was making fun of him for being such a bro. Um, Hilarious. <laughs> obviously, after Brett is eliminated uh, very quickly, uh, Marvin has to pivot, and he mm. pivots uh, into this uh, alliance here, and eventually into what is turning into a showman's with Raven. Um, and so we have kind of this three-person alliance where Chaz is kind of the strategic driving force. And Chaz also has Sam as like a separate side piece on the side uh, where he's basically kind of controlling four people. Um, and the other people who are coming in are the two new players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brittany, who is, as we'll talk about, uh, basically incompetent as a player and eventually is eliminated in episode four. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only other person left is Bruno, uh, who has started to flirt with Sam to try to get some sort of footing. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Also, the other person that Bruno reached out to to form a connection with was Chaz. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, at least Chaz did... Put him put himself out there for Bruno, you know, in that uh, influencer chat name mm-hmm. of the show. Um, the he did like fight for Bruno, so that's yeah. good at least. But also, I you know, I think he's such a savvy player. He he's doing that as a very self interested move for the future, you know, insurance for himself. Yeah, uh, I mean, like coming into that, I was. 100% sure that Brittany was going because I knew yeah. that of the two of them between Chaz and Raven that Chaz was going to be the one to not fold mm-hmm. um, because like it's never really been addressed what happens if the influencers don't come to a consensus if they just kind of are forced to sit there until one of them breaks or like what happens <laughs> it's like it's it's like kind of pretty much the only thing that we don't know how 
how it works from a game mechanic perspective in the circle. Yeah. Um, but from a pure willpower perspective, like Chaz obviously was going to win out over Raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be interested. You know, it reminds me of a BB All Stars where the, the two HOHs had to dominate and agree, or they would be the nominees. Maybe there's yeah. like a fail safe. Like if you don't agree, then you'll be voted for or something. Mm-hmm. Like the, yeah. You have to draw rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, but like, like I whether it's the number one, inf- like I, I don't think that it would be that the number one influencer gets to break the tie because that doesn't make sense. Because then no. why even have a second? Why even have it? Yeah. Because <laughs> if if that were the case, then the number one influencer just always one hundred percent just hold steadfast. Yeah, they would just get their way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that wouldn't really make sense. I, it probably is like you have an hour, two hours, or whatever to make a decision. And if you don't, then you know you're you're both eliminated. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. something something you know. I, there, there's got to be something in place. Hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, but definitely as we're coming out of this uh, episode four, there's seven people left. There's essentially kind of three duos mm-hmm. um and like chaz has situated himself at the center of two of those duos and he has so he has like marvin and raven on one side and he's in an alliance with them and they're kind of like turning into a showman's and then he has mm-hmm. bruno who has reached out to sam to try to form something uh and uh like sam talks about oh i have my my circle of husband and my circle husband mm-hmm. uh, and um that's kind of another situation he's playing with uh like like you can't really ask for a better social position he's the number one influencer uh it's gonna be very difficult for him to be taken down in the short term in my opinion right yeah no um he he would have to like royally like fuck up which i don't see being likely Mm -hmm. yeah no for me i i think that like the only thing that worries me about Chaz is he probably is has come on too strong to be able to win in a final vote uh, with like kind of the strategy of how final votes in the circle work these days, uh, which is like very kind of convoluted and uh, like over strategic to the point where it causes one of the least likable people in the finale to win a lot of the time. Um, or like the, the like least threatening person. Uh, so I think he probably needs to take a strategic backseat and just ride out his social position until a threat uh, presents itself. Right. Yeah, it'd be be interesting. Um, hmm, trying to think. Anything else from this? That we. Okay, well, let's let's talk about the one player that we actually officially eliminated. I guess. Oh yes. And what, yes. What's a, what what we've hinted uh, at what Brian, aka Brittany, uh, did wrong, uh, but ultimately, what do you think was the downfall of Brittany here? Oh, I mean, he shouldn't have played a, you know, millennial Gen Z girl when he's you know forty seven years old and seemingly didn't prepare that hard he, like yeah. it seemed like he just thought he would be able to wing it yeah. and he could not yeah uh i think that's like the 
on the face issue uh, is like he he had no idea what he was doing in terms of playing that character, which shouldn't have been hard because it's his daughter. He should be able to like at least somewhat replicate uh, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the bigger issue is something that we basically saw every like everybody eventually essentially figured out that he was a catfish except apparently raven uh, <laughs> um but uh the bigger issue that everyone uh kept bringing up was that Brittany never gave an opinion and was what is uh had been called in the circle before like a fence sitter yeah. uh and never shared personal stories uh never like provided any tangible strategic info or social info to other players basically gave like canned responses to every message. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've seen, we saw this a little bit as well with Bruno, um, but Bruno had kind of made a little bit more of an effort to open up over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is, you can't, you can't do that. You have to like, you have to give people something. Otherwise people are going to assume you're one, a catfish and two playing them. Both of which yep. are bad. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Unfortunate, but is what it is. Uh, I, I think, I think we, I said it at the beginning of this episode. If not, it was right before we recorded. From the second he walked in, I just, it, you knew he was doomed. Yeah. And it was like, ah, Brian, I, feel, I I wanted you to succeed, Brian. Anytime someone has the same name as me. I'm always rooting for you, but it just, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. You can't, you can't <laughs> do that. Yeah. Like, like he didn't even, he didn't do anything like egregiously wrong. Like from a, like a, an active standpoint, mm-hmm. he was just like aggressively passive at all times throughout mm. the entire game. And even when it was pointed out, like there were so many points in games and like the, the tasks that they're given where it was, he was essentially called out or Brittany was essentially called out as being boring, yeah. quiet, fence city, like not giving opinions. Like the, the, it wasn't, it wasn't like it wasn't apparent <laughs> what the right. issue was and how it, he could fix it. Uh, but the, 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 attempt at fixing it he's like well i've done everything i can do no you really haven't Brian. Uh, one conversation with raven is not going to solve you know three days of doing nothing mm-hmm. um but uh yeah like it's just kind of too little too late in terms of like turning the uh the ship around and fixing that issue yeah yeah the, uh, you know the Cargo ship is already sideways in the canal. There's yep. no, there's no changing it. Suez Canal all blocked up. Yep. Yep. So, sucks. Um, should there be any, um, I don't know, monetary or game advantage to finding catfish because the players act like there is. Um, <laughs> like, who cares? I know. I know. Yeah. We definitely said that the last time. We recorded it, but like, who cares? <laughs> it was a cat. Yeah, no, we've got we went we've gone through this a number of times, yeah. and like we have, we've we've only covered a two of the first four seasons, and we've still <laughs> said so many times that it doesn't matter who's a catfish and who isn't. Yeah. Um, and like, there's been examples 
in the past where people pretend to care about the catfish for the TV show, uh, but in reality, they don't actually care. But there usually is like a good two or three players who legitimately are like, man, I got to catch catfish. That's the reason I'm here. Uh, I got to make sure that somebody authentic wins uh, because, you know, obviously like, you know, uh, a good and likable person playing a catfish winning is, or somebody who did that and played a good game is not better than, (laughs) than somebody who's kind of a a bump on the log or has no personality, but as a real person, quote unquote. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, it always strikes me as so funny Mm -hmm. um, that there's such, such like a, we need this, you know? Um, and then also, I want to propose a twist. Um, in honor of uh, Twitter Blue being a paid thing now, should players be able to, like, say, okay, if I win, I'm subtracting $10,000 from my pot to be an influencer this round? <laughs> so it's kind of like the mole where you have to, like, you can, like, uh, bid yeah. pot money for an exemption. Why not? Uh- <laughs> You can have that I mean, for free. I know B- Big Brother Canada listens to our stuff and takes ideas. Influencer I, chat or the circle, you can have that from influencer chat. I mean, that's literally a, a twist from the mole. It's like, <laughs> you know, uh, this round of the exemption is going to be everyone silent auctions a segment of the prize pool. And whoever bids the highest number subtracts that amount and is immune for the round. So it would basically That's be the same thing. The, it's a good the circle twist. blue. Yeah. The circle Everyone blue. Knows. You can play it in with the real life stuff on Twitter. And I think it, I think it works. Well, here's the, here's the issue, right? What if somebody just bids the entire prize pool because they don't care about the money and they just care about the title. And then the entire like rest of the game, uh, like people are playing for nothing. And then you have like half of the uh, cast walk out because because there's no prize pool anymore. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, like you know maybe like up to like 25k is the limit mm-hmm. or something. But right. Yeah. yeah, you know that's on the producers to figure out. Ben, I'm just the idea guy here, sitting in you know sitting on my couch at home, being like, yeah, they should do this. <laughs> this would be a good idea. Maybe like there's a fire tokens equivalent, and once you've uh, collected five fire tokens, you can buy Circle Blue. And yeah. Be for the round. Yeah, you need people to come visit you and give give you. Yeah, yeah. That, make make the uh, make the visits uh, actually matter, right? <laughs> we're the eliminated. We're, we're on to something here, Ben. Netflix needs to call us. Yeah, the the, the eliminated players they visit you in the, in your room. And they give you a, a uh, like half of a check mark. Yeah, if you get D two plus. people, you can buy mm-hmm. Circle Blue. Perfect. For around, yeah. Yeah. This. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It, it kind <laughs> of that actually works a little better because it kind of incentivizes you to be on good terms with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So if they go out, they're more likely to come visit you. Hmm. Yeah, and also, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's it, it makes more sense on the circle than it did on Survivor, to be fair. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'll clip that out, and we can see what the internet thinks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that the, the two halves of, like, a, B, a V-Buck card. Yeah. <laughs> you have to get both of them, <laughs> and oh. then you snap it together, and you're like, 
<laughs> I'm purchasing Circle Blue for this round. <laughs> Give me my check. Uh, yep. <laughs> Give me my blue tick. <laughs> so yeah. If, the, other, uh, the other players see the tech mark on the... Uh, on yeah, the it has load. to be a different color. You have to know. You got to feel <laughs> the shame that Twitter blue users feel for me. <laughs> it comes with the like this person paid for circle blue instead of <laughs> this person is a notable or influential person. Yep. Oh man. Uh, hey, look, it, not the stupidest twist, I would say. Um, and it could be at a good time. What if you're like about to go out and then you're like, nope, got my, you know, mm-hmm. it, circle blue. It is a twist that, that theoretically would benefit the players on the outs too, because Right. In, if, if it's something that's known ahead of time, then the people who are eliminated are going to be more likely to visit their allies who are probably also on the outs yeah. and uh, give them potentially immunity. So yeah. from a game design perspective, like a game balance perspective also kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe we'll see it one day. Um, yeah, I, the only other thing that I really wanted to mention and bring up, uh, I didn't bring it up when I was, uh, uh, you know, regularly uh, when we're talking about that segment of the game but uh, it really annoyed me that marvin thought that sam was a catfish because she has filtered photos uh because that's something we've seen so many times and it's never fucking true i thought about you when when he said that i was like i'm pretty sure i mentioned it before yeah Yeah. (laughs) on the show that this would happen you can't do it yeah like you got it you cannot even you know yeah even like you know one that's just in your gallery just don't just leave them all at home take yep. real pictures it's it's bad from both perspective it's it's bad to only put forward filtered photos on your profile yeah uh and it's bad to assume that somebody doing that is a catfish when historically it's literally never been the case right. <laughs> it's always like if somebody putting forward filtered photos is is almost a guarantee that that person is not a catfish but right. psychologically people who don't know that are going to be inclined to think the opposite. So it's bad yeah, it's, for both people. The circle uncanny valley is, yeah. is a filtered picture. Yeah. It, it's just, no. It, it, that was like also one of the things like I saw Sam do and I was like, oh, pff, this plus her personality, there, there's not going to be, she's not going to be a last <laughs> People are going to be annoyed with her and think she's a catfish. <laughs> not great. Yeah. Very lucky that she got picked up by the most powerful and likable person in the cast immediately. Definitely. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, I think this was good. I think we we went through it without you know. We talked. We hit all the high points. I think mm-hmm. we gave the producers some feedback, some ideas for twists. You know, really doing it all for free here. All all we ask is you subscribe to the channel. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I'm hoping that this is a kick in the ass for Billie Jean slash Bruno to like, you know, up her game and for like Bruno to actually take a more active game uh, role because uh, she definitely was pretty close to getting eliminated here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's still probably in the most likely slot of getting eliminated uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has a lot of work to do. Uh, I'm hopeful. Like, I think that, Raven has kind of gotten by a lot because of her personality 
and her social abilities. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm hoping that at a certain point she'll have like a strategic thought that isn't just wanting to sleep with Marvin. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's tough. He's, yeah. he's very attractive. Yeah, no, I, I think that I think Raven is somebody who has a lot of potential uh, that she's like kind of not living fully up to because Losing of her focus, Raven. Yeah, she's she, she's getting dickmatized a little bit. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. And like obviously she's in a fine social spot. She's been mm -hmm. influencer twice, so like she has a lot of cushion to work with. But she's definitely somebody who could start to slip if she doesn't start making more active uh, strategic decisions. I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I had to say, I would say that someone from Team Eleanor will probably win. That's my from the first four episode prediction. Mm -hmm. I don't know who it will be, but uh, you know, I want to say Chaz. But like you said, Ben. <clears throat> sometimes like the best player because of how the end game works doesn't win so it's hard to say yeah i mean you want my uh you want my hot take prediction off the dome from the yeah, first yeah. please uh lock it in. i think jennifer is winning the game oh my god jennifer that'd be something <laughs> we'll see yeah i <laughs> i think that um I think Jennifer is kind of exactly the type of player at this point who is going to win this kind of uh, organization of the circle with the yeah. like, way the end game strategy plays out in particular. Um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, I, it'll be interesting. I think a lot of it will kind of coalesce around episode seven and eight mm -hmm. uh, coming out uh, in a couple of days now. Um, and, uh, maybe that'll drastically change my prediction, but that's kind of my like wild shot in the dark is I, I'm going to say, it. I think it's a fun prediction because I didn't yeah. necessarily expect it, but yeah. Interesting. Brett, a winner of the circle. That'd be an interesting co-winner co of the circle yeah. co-champ. Be the first, uh, duo to get eliminated and come back in to win <laughs> interesting arc yeah alright well anything you want to plug uh, I mean you can follow me on twitter I guess you know uh, I don't have twitter blue uh, because I'm not cringe yep. um, but uh, you can follow me there at Ben Sharon on the screen uh, I haven't really tweeted about the circle because like with the way that it's released it's very hard I feel to tweet about it Yes, because you don't uh, want to spoil anything for people. Yeah, I don't want to. don't know when they're. Watching. I don't want to spoil people, and like, I'm not tweeting it live as things are happening. I'm basically tweeting it as I get to the episode. So, mm. it, that is kind of like the one negative I would say with the the way that the episodes are released is I don't really know how to. <laughs> I even still to this point don't know how to uh, <laughs> interact with social media. Ironically, in a show about social media, I know uh, it's tough. It's tough. But, I wonder yeah. when it was on in the UK, was it like a well they put shows on every day over there, so it probably yep. was like that, right? Yep. It was I think like five or six episodes a week. Yeah. Uh once like I think I think every day except for Saturday maybe. Mm -hmm. Um They're for, built different over yeah, there for their reality TV consumption. Yeah, but it, I mean it's it's less hard like it is it was kind of similar to uh like CBB US, right? Where it's just like an episode, like almost every day, but for yeah. three weeks. Um, so it's like you know you have to kind of hard commit to the show, but you only have to hard commit to the show for a few weeks. 
Uh, and like that's not that different from like it's it's kind of like 20 episodes versus 13 episodes over the course of three to four weeks so mm. yeah. Yeah. Not that <laughs> yeah if you're if you're uh you know liking the circle and you're on social media of course follow follow me i also don't have twitter blue i did that for the uh we're gonna get everything account until the announced the change and then i was like i don't want to i don't want to be associated with cringe so i unsubscribed because i thought i was gonna upload like all our sketches and stuff to the twitter mm-hmm. but uh, that never ended up happening i ended up just paying for nothing no. um but yeah uh, you follow me there you can follow the channel at uh, wg everything this is better radio please subscribe we really appreciate it we cover lots of reality tv we're going to be covering DB can soon after this ends very soon um and we cover survivor we cover bbus and yeah it's just it's just a lot of fun so please subscribe here check out all our socials in the uh description box forgot the word for a second down below and uh we'll see you in the next one